Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Happy Monday to you, North America. The mothership has connected. Welcome aboard. It's the four-hour black hole block party. GA with you from the CBS Sports Radio Studios in New York City. Broadcasting to affiliates nationwide and north of the border. Anchorage to Atlanta, Albuquerque to Abilene, Kalamazoo, and Waterloo A are on the air. They listening, D.A., everything we saying, D.A., everything. How we doing, everybody? Thanks so much for joining us. So good to be back here on the airwaves. Man, last time I was with you was Mraz's final show, which feels like a while ago now. And so it is good to be back. I'm fired up, and we've got a great show coming up for you this morning. We are going to begin the sounds of Saturday as we count our way down to the start of college football. We will, from here on out, speak to another voice, another play-by-play broadcaster of one of the biggest schools, the best programs, the best stories of the 2023 college football season. It begins this morning with Greg Sharp. He is the voice of the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Not one of the preseason top 25, but now that Matt Rule is in Lincoln and no longer parking cars at Bob's Bar, a lot of scrutiny, a lot of attention on Lincoln, Nebraska. Greg Sharp, voice of the Huskers, will join us coming up on the program. Our Number four. Coming up this hour here on the show in 20 minutes, Jalen Ramsey's injury at the end of last week. In 40 minutes, it's a Monday staple, momentous Monday, and what a Monday moment to reflect on Friday in Baltimore. I'll explain coming up here. But we start with Aaron Rodgers. I was off the air, obviously, last week when Sean Payton made his comments to USA Today, absolutely crushing Nathaniel Hackett and the Broncos organization last year. And now Nathaniel Hackett has moved on to the Jets after he was fired in Denver. Sean Payton took over in Denver for Hackett, and Hackett is now running the offense for Aaron Rodgers in New York. Really, I should remember that there's an embargo with a lot of those teams and that station still, so we'll just call them the green team or something oh. like that. It's Big Blue and the pinstripes and the team in Queens and for the Jets, the green 
the gangrene or gangrene. something green. Yeah. So anyway, Roger spoke to NFL Network about Peyton's comments. Now, if you didn't see this, Sean Payton told USA Today in no uncertain terms that Nathaniel Hackett's an absolute clown. He just crushed Hackett and crushed the organization and basically was trying to defend his quarterback, Russell Wilson. And I think the comment that stood out was that he called Hackett's job last year perhaps the worst coaching job in NFL history. There's been a lot of bad coaching jobs. That's, But, I mean, we saw last year the reality, which was the team was so poorly coached that they couldn't even get plays in correctly. That's the most basic of the fun- fundamentals of what you need to do, and they couldn't even do that right. And so Russell Wilson had his own staff, had his own coaches. There was friction about probably how much leash he got, the general manager, ownership, ownership in the middle of a sale. Were they trying to placate their superstar? Was the coach in over his head? Was it all just a complete disgrace from every level? You know, it was Pey- It was Sean Payton who kind of brought to light and verbalized what we all were seeing. But this is a coach talking about another coach. And that, of course, makes waves. And so Aaron Rodgers sits down with NFL Network, certainly has some things on his mind, and blasts away. And so did Rodgers do the right thing defending his boy, his guy, his coach, and Nate Hackett? It is where we begin. You're cold open. I love Nathaniel Hackett, and those comments were very surprising. Um to, for a coach to do that to another coach. My love for Hack goes deep. You know, we had uh, some great years together in Green Bay. Kept in touch. Um, love him and his family. He's an incredible family man, incredible dad. And on the field, you know, he's arguably my favorite coach I've ever had in the NFL. Just his approach to it, how he makes it fun, uh, how he cares about the guys, uh, just how he goes about his business with respect with leadership, with honesty, with integrity. And it made me feel bad that someone who's accomplished a lot in the league is that insecure that they have to take another man down to set themselves up for some sort of easy fall if it doesn't go well for that team this year. thought it was way out of line and appropriate, and I think he needs to keep uh, my coach's names out of his mouth. I don't believe it! The most amazing, sensational, dramatic... It's DA's top story. Here he goes. It's your cold open. All right, so let's pick this apart from both standpoints. From a Sean Payton standpoint, I think that Sean Payton, what he spoke of, the dysfunction last year, the poor coaching, poor general manager assembly of a staff, of a roster perhaps, of allowing Russell Wilson to have his own team of everything, workouts, trainings, quarterback coach, chef, his own office, et cetera. Everything was exacerbated because it was weak leadership and the team was losing. And I think that Russ 
is oftentimes hard to relate to because he comes off as very inauthentic. He's a talented guy, but as we all know, he's Mr. 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 Unlimited Diary Poop. So it doesn't surprise me that Sean Payton would walk in, talk to people that were there, and they would go, this was wrong, this was wrong, this was wrong, this was wrong. And he would go, oh, my God, it was really bad, huh? And then he would usually internalize that. That's what coaches do, take it over situations. They hear about how bad it was when they weren't there. They're obviously propped up on a platform to say, okay, I feel good because it was bad before me, and now I'm here to fix it. That's why they hired me. But everybody internalizes it because you're not supposed to obviously drag the people that you're replacing. And Peyton did that, and there's, I think, two reasons. Number one, Sean Peyton did that because Sean Peyton does have a bit of a no-filter sometimes. He blamed it on the Fox thing. I had my Fox hat on. I was being an analyst. I was being a broadcaster. I need to not do that. Okay, that's kind of part of it. But Sean Payton has always, I think, kind of spoke his mind. It's what makes him a very popular subject on the talk show circuit. He does a lot of talk shows. Let's face it, he's done our show. Radio Row is always around. He hops on this, that, the other thing. You know, he does a lot of media appearances. I think he likes to talk. I think people like him. And he likes to spout off every so often. So it's it's a little par for the course for Sean Payton. But the second part is what Aaron Rodgers is saying there. And I give Rodgers credit for vocalizing this. I think Sean Payton looks at a broken situation in Denver with a broken quarterback at Russell Wilson and is laying the foundation for how bad it was. Oh, my God. In case it is a 6-11, in case it is a 7-10, and, and people go, well, what are you getting paid $18 million a year for if you're going 7-10? and 10? And he gets to go, oh, you have no idea how broken it was around here. Oh, I mean, they just ruined everything. It does give Peyton a bit of a buffer. It does. Let's face it. I think mostly what happened was Sean Payton was speaking without a filter, heard about all the crap that happened and just talked. Was comfortable and just talked. And then the second part is he was defending his quarterback who he knows he needs to protect and take the pressure off of because Russell Wilson was the guy that caught the most crap last year. And if it goes bad this year, he'll catch more. And Peyton realizes he's first got to fix Russell Wilson. So how do you do that? You remove all the blame from Russell Wilson and blame the people that aren't there anymore. Fine. But there is a part of this where Sean Payton won a Super Bowl. He's always been lauded as one of the best quarter, uh, one of the best quarterback coaches, offensive minds, and head coaches of the NFL. And if he doesn't fix Russ, and the offense still sucks, and the team doesn't win, he does plant the seed here of uh, there was a lot of fixing to be done. You had no idea. Kind of gets him off the hook as well. For Aaron Rodgers, I think well documented. I'm not a huge Rodgers guy. Well-documented, I think, that the Jets are 
living on the edge, living on the edge of doing business with Rodgers and trusting him and trusting that he is trustworthy and trusting that he has their back and trusting that he's not just in it for himself and trusting that he's going to be a good guy. However, I will say Rodgers in this instance, I think really hit a home run because what he did was he's the guy that can say, leave my coach's name out of your mouth. Rodgers has enough success to where he can call out a Sean Payton. Rodgers has enough of a resume going to the Hall of Fame, four MVPs, etc., where he can actually stand up to a quote-unquote bully. And his words carry weight. And I think for, for Rodgers, he's protecting the coach that's in those walls from criticism that's going to rain down on him, speculation that he's a bozo, and maybe some questioning inside the locker room as well. Rodgers wants to go to bat for his guy to protect him from the outside and on the inside questions. So I think he did the right thing, and he's the one guy. Like, Robert Sala can't really fire back because Robert Sala didn't have the reputation or the resume that Sean Payton does. By and large, I thought Aaron Rodgers, it's a good job. Good job. All right, 855 212 cbs the phone number. On Twitter, DA on CBS. I know there might be some of you awaiting word, the puff of smoke, about who the next executive producer is. We do not have that answer yet. We are really going to squeeze this storyline for all that it's worth. We're thinking about making a final decision sometime around Thanksgiving. 2024. And we're just going to try to build as as much drama about this as possible. Now, we should probably have an answer by the time the end of the month wraps up. I would say we're probably a couple weeks away though. It might not take it might not take that long. It might not take that long. I don't know. I have to tell you. I was on vacation last week. Everybody here is very respectful of that. So the bosses didn't call me. Me and Pete the Body had a few text conversations, but nothing big, nothing deep. As I've said before, in terms of who gets this executive producer job, I'm basically Gonzaga in the West Coast Conference. I'm a one seed. I get pushed into basically the semifinals. There's a lot of early interviews happening. There's a lot of sifting through the resumes. The extent of my involvement right now is hearing Dan and Mechanicsburg chuckle. That's the extent of my involvement at this point in time. (laughs) (laughs) So from what I've gathered, there's been really talented people interview. I think there's some that have made a really good, good case and and a good mark, left a good mark on on management. (laughs) I don't know those names. I have no idea what went down. Now that I'm back in the office, I'll probably get some information I would imagine me and Pete the body will connect today after the show and discuss but there is no, we're not even close to a decision not, not even close so Pat Boyle is in all this week correct oh that's correct so Tom Doyle in all this week as much as we love Tom and obviously he's a, is a wonderful contender for the spot just because he's here doesn't mean he is the new executive producer So for those of you that are on Twitch, on the YouTube chat, 
on any of the chats or text other D-Aliens or whatever. I'm not going to keep saying this all week, but just let everybody know if they're wondering. We love Pat. He's obviously a, a, a huge contender for this. But just because he's in this week doesn't mean he's necessarily the new ex- executive producer. We're still, we're still digging through all the resumes and interviews. And the one thing that you can be certain of is that Pete the Body is 100% involved and committed to every damn interview he's going to do. I know this. Pete, you are relentless in trying to get the information, trying to dig up the best candidate, and trying to to make sure you're inside their mind. I don't know how many interviews you've already done, how many you've still got lined up, but I know that you are your full body, the body, into this. Oh, yes, for sure. Uh, And I think we've done about 30 30 interviews. Mm-hmm. 30 interviews. Or close to it. Just and, there's, about. and there's still more to go. Uh, we have a few this week. So this is, we're leaving no rock unturned here. If you've ever produced a radio show in America, you, you, you have been considered for this job. <laughs> Even if you haven't produced a radio show in America. Yeah, uh, yes. We are considering you for the job. <laughs> I mean, we are, we've got bird scouts. Is that what they call them in baseball? Bird, bird dogs? Bird scouts? The people that, that fly out to faraway countries and are looking, beating the bushes, trying to find any talent under any rock. That's what we got. I think those are bird dogs. I think you're right. I didn't even know that that was a term. I thought those were just, uh, what, the shorts or the shoes? I <laughs> <laughs> You're right. That's now a, a an apparel company. Correct. Shoes. But yes, I just love Bird Dog Scout. Yeah. <laughs> you, we, we've sent bird dogs. Like, it's like the air up there with uh, Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Bacon, right? Kevin Bacon went out to Africa to find basically the next Hakeem Olajuwon or the story of Hakeem Olajuwon. We are doing anything to find the next executive producer of the DA show. The process. It's the process. That's exactly right. When we come back on the program, we had injuries at the end of last week. Joe Burrow strained a calf, and Jalen Ramsey has to have knee surgery. How significant is the Ramsey loss, and how long will he be out for the Dolphins? That's next. DA, CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Video. All right, a happy Monday morning, everybody. DA here on CBS Sports Radio. Make sure that you listen to us and hundreds of affiliates nationwide and north of the border. Also on Sirius XM, channel 158. And you can stream us using the free CBS Sports app or the free Odyssey app as well. Plus, you can tell your smart speaker to play CBS Sports Radio. Jalen Ramsey. He gone. Didn't take long, huh? He injures his knee at the end of last week, has to have surgery immediately on his knee. And some reports I've seen have him out until December. Until December. It's July, end of July. But still, that takes him out of all of September, all of October, all of November. The first three months of a four-and-a-half-month regular season. Is that so? That is so. It's like T-Pain. I'll be gone to December. I'll be gone to December. <laughs> Is that T-Pain? Are we sure? I'm almost positive. No, I don't I think mean, so. I mean, it might be T-Pain now. I'm pretty sure that's a Fuji that's song. A y- to be- that's a Y. Yeah, it was Wyclef. Yeah, that's Wyclef. All right. <laughs> and I, I also think it's I'll be gone till November. It is. <laughs> but it's the, the Jalen Ramsey remix. Yeah. I'll be gone to oh. December. I'll be gone At to least December. November. It's a <laughs> parenthetical. <laughs> Got it. I remember... The time where Wyclef sang, I'll be gone till November. But then T-Pain sang, I'll be gone till December. (laughs) So good, we had to do two months of it. (laughs) Auto-tune. I'll be gone till December. January, February, March, April, May. (laughs) So Ramsey out. I mean, look, the Dolphins were good last year. The Dolphins were very good, depending on how much you believed in them for the first 11 games of last year. And then it all kind of fell apart as Tua's health fell apart. I think Jalen Ramsey is a significant part of what they would want to do, which is not rely solely on outscoring opponents. That it's also a defense that you could potentially win games with if your offense isn't on track that day. But as important as Jalen Ramsey could be, he wasn't there last year, and this was a playoff team had Tua stayed healthy. And it was a playoff team. I mean, they literally made the playoffs, except they didn't look like that when they got there because Skylar Thompson was under center. But Jalen Ramsey being injured here is significant. It should not change dramatically how you view the Dolphins, at least not in my estimation. Ramsey's good. Ramsey isn't what he once was. Ramsey wasn't on this team last year, and they made the playoffs. The biggest question mark about the Dolphins will forever be Tua's stability, Tua's longevity, Tua's health. That's it. 
Because if they have that, they have a chance to make the playoffs. They have a chance to win the division. They have a chance to be one of the better teams in the league. If they do not have that, it really doesn't matter who's on defense. And the Dolphins have done a good job building a talented roster on both offense and defense. They're going for it. you got to respect that. But I, this injury to me is a little bit more about the name recognition of Jalen Ramsey than the actual effect on the team. It's something. Don't let's not let's not get that twisted. It is something. It's just not the type of thing that you go. Well, now that takes them out of the playoffs. It's also year two under Mike McDaniel, so he should have an offense that runs a little bit better, a little bit more smoothly a little bit more efficiently. It's a culture that should build into year two versus just year one. They got some experience in the wild card last season against the Bills. It's just, it's always going to be, can you trust Tua? And you'd like to because it's fun when he's on the field and that offense can be very fun. But you know, Tyree Kill talking about 2,000 yards, it's like, dude, you want to slow down here this is about your quarterback playing 17 games or hell, 15 games this year. Forget throwing for 2,000 yards or catching 2,000 yards. This is about can your offense stay on the field at the same time for the bulk of the season. And let's just say the Dolphins are a wild card team, caliber team, or a playoff caliber team in December when Ramsey comes back. Might take them a few weeks to get into full game shape, and but it gives you a pretty damn good addition going into the playoffs if your season is still got that as potential. Standing by with headlines is a kind sir, Mr. Andrew Bogish. AB, good to see you. DA, same. Welcome back. We missed you. Headlines are sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. Visit Progressive.com. Diva, Diva, Las Vegas! So we're leading with a Vegas story? No, oh, no, it's just Pete plays things that Pete wants to play, and I leave space for it. And then with no connection, I mentioned that Jonathan Taylor and the Colts <laughs> could be headed to the Raiders. Maybe. Uh, they've entered the running back chat, that's for sure. Taylor needs a new contract after the season. Owner Jim Irsay said last uh, said last week that reconfiguring the running back pay scale would be inappropriate. Irsay then said he wasn't talking specifically about his running back, but Taylor still apparently asked for a trade, and now the team's reportedly considering placing Taylor on the non-football injury list because of a potential back issue that Taylor may have suffered working out on his own. But Hold on. Taylor tweeted <laughs> last night that he has no back problems. If he ends up on this list, the nice. Colts don't have to pay him. Aaron Rodgers was your cold open. He will not be the Jets starting QB in Thursday night's Hall of Fame game. Robert Salas saying yesterday, basically none of the Jets starters will face the Browns in Canton. If you're trying to make the playoffs, giving up six runs before recording an out is not ideal, Ooh. but that's what the Spankies did last night in uh. Baltimore. Luis Severino eventually charged with nine runs on ten hits in less than four innings. Oh, I know. I feel like I am the worst 
pitcher in the game, no doubt about it. Uh, he, you are. He might be right. His ERA is 7.49. This was the fourth time this season he's allowed seven runs or more. Right. His Yankees losing 9-3, remaining Nine. three and a half games away from the AL's last wild card Remember spot. Remember when he was going to be an ace? Yeah. Wait. Mm-hmm. He's not now. I mean, uh, you talk about losing your fastball. He got nothing. 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 You guys ever watch that show, The Bear? Yes. There's that one scene with the guy who plays Saul Goodman, and he just goes, you're nothing. You're nothing. And he says it like 12 times in a row. And that's him. Now I just feel like anytime you want to insult somebody, just tell them they're nothing over and over again. <laughs> Fast forward to 2026 when D opens the show goes, have you guys seen The Bear? No. It came out a few years ago on FX. It's really good. <laughs> I'm, I'm aware of The Bear. I have not watched The Bear. It is exquisite. Everybody loves the bear. Yes. Tremendous what's, television. What's the bit with the bear? It's just a good show. What's it about? Uh, it's about a guy, a family, and a brother that comes back home after being an accomplished chef to run the family's um, like Chicago beef sandwich mm-hmm. restaurant. Season two is about changing the beef restaurant into a high-end restaurant that he and his brother always dreamed about opening. Nice. Drama? Comedy? A little uh, bit of both? A little bit of both. Okay. Yeah, I've only watched actually a couple episodes. My roommates watch it, but from what I've um, ascertained, mm-hmm. the family uh, is a bunch of degenerates. Mm. Like Jamie Lee Curtis is a raging alcoholic. Well, so mm. the, so that though that's the middle of the second season. That's the first time you meet any of those characters. Mm. Oh, yes, that's the Christmas wow. dinner episode this Excuse year. And it's a me? fantastic oh, really? episode. Yeah, is FX releasing them all at the same time? All available now. Wow, so they're that's interesting. Yeah. So listen, you, next time you're awake at 1 a.m. with a, given a bottle or something, throw on FX or but throw so, on Hulu at this point and watch it. Yeah, how does FX do that? Are they also airing them once a week? Uh, so the season two was released all episodes on Hulu, which is what their streaming partner is. Uh, I don't know how they're airing on FX. How about that? Okay. Yeah. Well, how about that? Uh, the Orioles, by the way, the other team last night, they keep their game-and-a-half lead on the Rays atop the ALEs. Tampa with an 8-2 win in Houston yesterday afternoon. The Cardinals began their sell-off yesterday by sending closer Jordan Hicks to the Blue Jays, then starter Jordan Montgomery and reliever Chris Stratton to the Rangers. Texas did that after putting Nathan Evaldi on the I.O. with a right forearm strain. And the Angels adding more parts, getting first baseman C.J. Crone and outfielder Randall Gritchick from the Rockies. They are deciding Group B at the Women's World Cup right now. Australia has a one nothing, 2 nothing lead on Canada. That happened in real time. It right. did. As Bogish looked at the screen, they is, scored. Is Look at that. that. So. Canada. Bum, bum. <laughs> Canada. But they just gave up a goal, right? They did, yeah. So it's 2 nothing Australia, 34th minute. That uh, was amazing timing. That was perfect. You actually said they're up 1-2-0. Uh, I mean, scored at that moment. The ball was sitting basically on the goal lines, waiting for a girl in light blue to come and That's kick it outrageous. in, and she did. Had we not talked about Luis Severino being a bum for like 35 seconds, right. they would have not timed out. Had I given you a whole bear synopsis? Yeah, we, we didn't do the bear. This is a that's a good omen for all, something. All <laughs> roads lead to the Aussies. Uh, so they lead to nothing. The other game Australia. is are they also the <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. are they also the Socceroos? I would uh, assume no, so. No, they're the Matildas. Oh. I believe they call themselves the Matildas. Wow. Yes, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the like the girl that moves stuff with her mind. Was that Matilda? Yes, that one I know for sure. I got it right. Oh, the British Bulldogs old dog. 
their mascot was named Matilda. Is that right? It was, I also a, it was a bulldog. Matilda was like a sweet little cartoon character like yes. from a book. That is so but as I, well. I think that's what Boyle's talking about. But she has superpowers? Matilda was a Roald Dahl book, right? Yeah, Roald Dahl. Roald Dahl. Ro- <laughs> I am Roald the Dahl. How do you pronounce that? It was Roald his name, Dahl. His name is R-O-A-L-D. It's like Ronald without an N. <laughs> you pronounce that with one syllable? That's Ro? I think it's called, I think he's called Roald Dahl. Roald Dahl? So you pronounce it Ro, or you, he just shortened it to R-O? I think it's a nickname. Oh, well. You guys are on familiar terms with this guy. I'm not. <laughs> I thought it was rolled, like roll, like R O L L E D, doll. That's how it's pronounced. Yeah. It's not how it's spelled. So like it's ro- spelled R O A L. It is spelled Ronald without an N, yeah. but it's pronounced, I thought, rolls, like I rolled the ball down the that lane. That makes sense. I thought. Is he French, Spanish? What is that? And she has superpowers? I'm R-Doll? still on that. <laughs> Can we just call him R Doll and just get over with? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Roe. I, I just did. I, I, I did I, I that's what Ro. I call it. I did a quick Google, and it says the correct pronunciation of his name is actually Ruol, and the D at the end remains silent as the grave. I don't know what that means. Ruol. Ruol. So you were actually closer. Yeah, really. <laughs> I added two to a seizure. <laughs> that's a little bit. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> One of the greats. There's a little Borat in that one. Yeah. And Ronaldo. And some doggy, barely. Ronaldo. <laughs> Driving an ice cream truck. Anyway, we didn't get to the point. Is Matilda the one with the superpowers? <laughs> correct. That is correct. Okay. Uh, they're checking this goal, by the way. So it is on the board of 2 nothing, but maybe it's not going to stay that way. The other game right now is Nigeria-Ireland. They're scoreless 32nd minute. Only Ireland cannot advance to the knockout stage today. Sorry, J- Boyle. Japan claiming Group C overnight with a 4 nothing route of Spain. And WNBA yesterday, the Aces steamrolled the Wings 104-91. A seven-game win streak makes Vegas 23-2 and overall. DA, back to you. I haven't paid much attention to the Women's World Cup. I know that the U.S. had a relatively underwhelming performance in their first match. But I, I think in both, really. A we, win and a draw. we played tonight well, at 3 a.m. Yeah. Uh, we got a win, I think. Yes. But they're playing Portugal, who they're 10-0 and 0 against, and it's like a 39-goal differential. So, so they're the U- probably going to win. The U.S. is one win, one tie? Correct. That's, yeah, we actually, we, as long as we tie, we go through. Okay. Portugal can't Portugal can't lose to Portugal, and the win that the U.S. had underwhelming. Yeah, it was yeah. one nil over Vietnam, who we were six goal favorites against. One nothing over Vietnam. No, I thought it was three nothing, and it should have been like nine. You're right; it was yeah. one nil. It was three nil. Yes, yeah. sorry, my okay. bad. It just wasn't as much of, of a blowout as people thought it was going to be. I was thinking of England, who I think was a also giant favorite over Haiti, and they only beat them one nil. But yes, we were six goal favorites over Vietnam and won three nil. All right, when we come back on the show, Friday was a special day, Camden Yards, and you just tend to expect the unexpected on Mo Gabba Day. I will explain coming up next. DA, CBS Sports Radio. All right, so for those that might not know the Mo Gabba story, Mo was born and immediately started having health issues. He was born in Baltimore, and by nine months old, he'd already lost his eyesight due to cancer of the retina. Unfortunately, throughout his young life, 
cancer just kept coming back in different forms in different areas of his body. But he just kept fighting. He just kept this amazing spirit, attitude, positivity, and through it all called sports talk radio shows. He would call his local shows on 105.7 in Baltimore often. And at the time when he was younger and, and a few years ago, we were on at nights in Baltimore. And so he would call our radio show. He would listen and call, and he loved connecting to the mothership, and he loved all the zany antics that we did. And he was just one of the sweetest, most amazing people ever. But we had no idea about his health issues because he didn't lead with them. We had to piece it together. Wait, is that the Mo from Baltimore that does all these cool things for the Orioles and the Ravens and children's hospitals and Johns Hopkins and... Once we realized that, it was this unbelievable wow moment of the hero of Baltimore, this young man who inspires so many, is the Mo that has called our show for years. So through that, he became even more of an icon to me and a role model for everybody on this show. And truly to me, he's one of my heroes because no matter his age or the extent of the cancer that he had and the treatments that he went through, he just was relentlessly optimistic and relentlessly happy. And he taught me a lot about allowing, making sure that you dictate your attitude instead of your circumstances. Unfortunately, we lost him to his battle three years ago. But on July the 28th in Baltimore, they celebrate Mo Gabba Day. And Mo meant so much to that entire city that they named a street after him outside of the Raven Stadium. Mo, M-O, in Baltimore is highlighted in the Ravens' end zone. And little Mo was inducted into the Orioles' Hall of Fame. I mean, that's how extraordinary his, his impact was. And so I had a chance to meet him. They threw him multiple graduation parades when he graduated eighth grade to move into high school. He unfortunately never made high school because he passed away shortly after, but that was the type of impact this young man had. And so on Friday was Mo Gabba Day. Now last year, I had a chance to go down to Baltimore for Mo Gabba Day at Camden Yards, and they won in incredibly dramatic fashion as Trey Mancini, a cancer survivor himself, who befriended Mo and his mom and his family throughout the first pitch to his mom and then scored on a ridiculous play at the end of the game right in front of the section that we were all sitting in from Ogaba Day. And you're just shaking your head going, my goodness, Mo did it again. Well, on Friday, it was Mo Gabba Day and the Yankees were in town. And this game had it all. Yankees, Orioles for Baltimore, you know, the big bad Yankees coming into town, but the Orioles have caught fire. They're one of the best teams in baseball. They lead the division, so the enthusiasm around the O's right now is next level. Yankees came to town, and this was Aaron Judge's return, so a lot of Yankee fans in attendance. Camden Yards felt like a playoff atmosphere, and the Reigns came. And there was a two-and-a-half-hour rain delay. Doesn't dampen anybody's spirits. Mo Gabaday just had to take a little longer. Mo liked an extra two-and-a-half hours in there to celebrate. 
His mom is in attendance once again. The whole family, they there's a there's a Mo Inner Sanctum that gets together for events and raises money in his name and helps out the family for, you know, things that they need help on. And they're an extraordinary bunch down there that do this. So they're all in attendance, two and a half hour rain delay, and then it's scoreless. First, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth inning, scoreless. Yankees and Orioles scoreless deep into the night, okay? There's great defensive plays being made. And what's going to cut? What's going to break the scoreless tie? Well, we end up going into the ninth inning. The Orioles' bottom nine. It's scoreless. And here's how the game ended. Santander hits it deep. Right field. Stan doesn't move. This baby is out of here. And this game is over. Anthony Santander drives it over the wall. And it's walk-off number five of the year for the Orioles. Santander, your Friday night hero. Orioles radio on the call. So now think about this. Smo Gabadite. Two and a half hour rain delay. Scoreless against the Yankees. And judges return. And the Orioles win on a walk-off home run. I mean, you just... You can't even believe it. But you can. And I just was like, of course. Of course that's how that game ends. Of course that's how Mo Gabba Day ends. I texted my friends down there, Jeremy Kahn and... Dean Tejada and a bunch of the guys that I know down there that are real tight with the family and put on a lot of Mo events and helped out Mo when he was sick and helped out the family, etc. I just said, man, I wish I could be down there. Can't wait to get down there at some point. Unfortunately, this year wasn't going to happen because of AJ. Still hard to get out of the house and especially make a road trip like that. And AJ's only nine weeks old now, so... Had to stay close to home. They understood, obviously, but they said, we're just having the best time. It was just the best day. And I just, I came home and I saw the end of that game and I just laughed. I just laughed and said, it it had to be this way. It had to be this way. Also, the O's take two of three from the Yankees over the weekend which means the Orioles have won the season series. That means they've won the season series for the first time over the Pinstripers since 2016. Seven years. Coincidentally, the last time they were not really terrible. So it's a good year down in Orioles land. It's a good year down in Camden Yards. And uh, I said to my guys down there, who knows? Maybe there's... A little Mo DA show tailgate at an Orioles playoff game. Maybe, maybe we get the band together for an O's playoff game and uh, we do it on Mo Gab away. We throw open the tailgate and we invite everybody over to celebrate Mo and have a good time and have some beers and have some food. And But I just said, forget it. Mo is just always with us. He just always is still laughing and cackling and giggling and all the things that made him special and the most important thing is you get to dictate how you feel every day it doesn't mean you have to always be happy you don't have to fake it but mo just said you get to make a choice 
And that's a young man that went through the hardest of the hard, and he made a choice every day to try to affect people around him positively. So I said, well, least I can do. Least I can do. All right, that is Momentous Monday, appropriately named. And, of course, that's why we named Momentous Monday after Little Mo. A lot to get to this morning on the show. We have got the sounds of Saturday returning coming up here in a couple of hours, two hours from now, when Greg Sharp is going to join us, the voice of the Nebraska Cornhuskers. We are counting down starting today until college football season begins, which is the Friday before Labor Day weekend. Every day, every show from here on out throughout the month of August, we will have another play-by-play voice from one of the college football programs that all eyes are on it. Nebraska is certainly one of those schools considering the newly acquired, newly signed Matt Rule. But when we come back here on the show, the Indianapolis Colts have a falling out with their star running back. What's the latest on Jonathan Taylor? It's next. DA, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 